Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast. Oh, this is disgusting. Open up the windows. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Hello, friends. And this week, we watch Takayuki Heroes Gaio, Tokyo Fish Attack. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of a Kendall Jackson. Ooh. This was a, uh, a favorite of mine, and I usually don't buy it because it's a little bit more on the expensive side. Mm-hmm. But uh, what the hell? We're splurging today. Yeah, we're splurging for Gaio Tokyo Fish Attack. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we just uh, passed the, the 30 episode mark, so there is some <laughs> need for celebration. But I don't know if this is the movie that deserves no, uh, the Kendall. <laughs> I was trying to find some fish-related thing, or but yeah. no luck, so well, I the said, screw it. Kendall the Dreaming Jackson. Tree one had a little fish on it, so we could have technically fallen back on uh, our old laurels there. Oh, Dreaming Tree? Yeah. Didn't notice that. No, remember we talked about the fish that they drew on the side? Dave Matthews oh, a drone of yeah, fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not oh. the same. Not the same type of fish we're dealing with, but oh, I wish I that one was smoking that. something. <laughs> Hit him with a pour. All right, here's the pour. Beautiful. And here's the sip. Nice. Episode over. That's all we need. This is... <laughs> <laughs> my dream we just do the fucking podcast about wine and then we go about our day uh well i guess because that isn't the actual case why don't you tell us a little about this movie dad well weirdly there's no um like a lot of times obviously i go to wikipedia and there wasn't even an entry for this there was just a entry for gaio as as far as the manga mm-hmm. and then they mentioned that there was an ova which is this what this is mm-hmm. but i guess it's bet based on a sen- senin manga i guess it's supposed to be some means youth or something like that oh okay s e i n e n yeah i've never even seen that word before so uh you maybe know it better than i do in this particular instance and it's written and illustrated by jinji ito i like junji ito i've uh seen some of his other stuff i brought up to you the uh the enigma in the something fault, I can't remember what the name of it was, but this guy does make some cool stuff. But this movie was uh, not one of those instances. What is the the, uh, the horror master of anime? Pretty much, uh, he is. I mean, classified as like a horror genius for some of the ways that he thinks about his uh, his characters that he draws. I mean, they're really really crazy. I would recommend uh, diving into the the etosphere just to see what's going on, but. Yeah, I, I cool. saw some of his other titles, and uh, they're probably better reviewed than this one. But yeah. uh, this one was weird because it was like what uh, an hour fifteen minutes. Hour t- it was seventy minutes, almost like flat with before uh, the credits even. So yeah, it, it was a really tight movie, and I I don't know if I could have stomached another twenty or so minutes of this gas. No, if you're gonna make a movie like film. this, you definitely want to uh, keep it under like a buck twenty. I would have been okay with 50 minutes. <laughs> I would have been okay with just a, a I hard think it time. actually originally was supposed to be only like 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. Bumped it up. And then somehow it expanded. Hmm. So They needed more. We needed more of uh, so. the slut shaming, which I'll get into uh, with my own shit. But. Yeah. I don't know exactly what OVAs are in the anime world. They're like not really... They're original video animation or something yeah like that? it's it's a weird middle term for like 
people who don't want to call something a movie, but it's longer than a TV episode. Like, yeah, it's that sort of weird hybrid. But and I didn't really find any fun facts about this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were zero critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no one would touch this And movie. this one really got panned. This is 26% audience, but there's only 50 reviews. But Yeah, still. That feels about right. If yeah, you aren't, like, pretty much. If this isn't uh, at least uh, maybe a 4 out of 10 at the most, if you're being very, very generous, anybody who's bumping that up a little bit more is uh, maybe maybe doing a little bit more drugs than they can handle. Uh <laughs> But I, I have a few letterbox that kind of match up with that. So let me just jump right into those. So we have a half star by Onion Guy on April 21st, 2020. I turned this off after the geeky girl had character development. Just gets a bit silly, I think. And this movie was really dark for uh, Aki. Or, uh, yeah, the, the the third wheel, the the sad, chubby girl. Yeah. She was just begging for an invite to that threesome, but she couldn't even get a fucking, you know, an eyeball from those weird bisexual dudes who wanted to come. I That's something that I'm really going to dive deep into a minute. But yeah, dude, that that girl was down bad. This whole movie. She really was. Uh, another star by Christian Katzorki on August 18th, 2014. Why am I doing this? No need to watch every sick crap. And <laughs> this comment kind of made me sad. Just the image, like the uh, the image in my mind of Christian just like getting home every day and putting some sort of like uh, microwave meal in his thing and just sitting down and watching the worst shit on the internet, just like torture yeah. Well, porn. At least we have an excuse. Yeah, we're, at least we're making a podcast where we don't make any money. So maybe maybe Christian uh, is, I guess, part of our group. He's part of our ilk. Uh, another two stars by Ninja Chameleon on January thirty first, twenty twenty one. I picked a wrong day to quit sniffing petrol. <laughs> and this was uh, just another instance of like, I pictured some dude walking to a party. There's like gas cans everywhere. It's like, whoa, guys, what's going on? It's like, yeah, we're sniffing yeah. petrol. It's like, nah, well, I'm 30 days uh, sober off the old can. And then they say the TV It's like, oh, what's this? It's like, oh, we're watching Gaio, Tokyo Fish Attack. So like his yeah, eyes get wide. Know, this one would probably have been pretty good if you were huffing. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to say. He'd, he'd probably get right on the fucking, uh, right back on the can. I don't think you can uh, avoid the petrol at that point. That's part of the integral experience. That's the fumes that you're actually uh, inhaling throughout this movie. It's all hallucination. Uh, another two and a half stars by Dn Marbella. Never let your boyfriend choose movie night. Who, I, I maybe the a weeby type of dude, but like who in a, their right mind wants to play this for their girlfriend? Especially if they had any preconceived understanding of like what it was about. Maybe just because it clocked in at uh, 70 minutes. Maybe you just wanted mm -hmm. to get movie night over and then, you know, <laughs> after movie night. <laughs> well, honestly, Dad, that shows your age in the sense that I don't think I've ever watched a movie with a girl before. Uh, I guess that's not completely true. When you're actually in a relationship, so maybe the boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Well, it appears but... she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she she watched it enough to understand that she didn't want to have sex with her boyfriend. Yeah. She's like, this is not for me. This today. was the breakup date. That is seemingly grounds for termination. That would be a really good letterbox review. It's like, I broke up with my boyfriend over this movie. <laughs> I would like, yeah, Deanne Marbella, you need to give us like a, a follow-up pup here. I need you to let us know if you broke up with this weirdo. Uh, and then finally, three stars by Canel on July 29th, 2019. Fish acting wildly out of pocket, causing all sorts of mither. And I did that in a British accent because I didn't know what mither meant, but I looked it up and it's like British slang. Oh, I thought that was a typo on your part. No, no. 
Can you do a, a British accent at all? Uh, cheerio. Cheerio. Hello. <laughs> Bloody well. Whatever. Yeah. All right, love. Come on. <laughs> Off with your knickers. I smelled something fishy, but I'm trying to get in there with me bruvs. <laughs> I'll get on the bottom. You get in the top. Yeah, that that is probably going to take us right into the spotlight because there's some things we need to talk about. So we've uh, we've arrived, Dad. What do you want to show on your spotlight? Uh, land sharks. Okay. Very this? scary. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it sort of um, reminds me of Sharknado. But it also reminds me of there was a skit that SNL used to do, mm-hmm. and they had land sharks. Really? It was after, yeah, Jaws came out. They started doing this skit where somebody would like knock on the door and it's like, pizza, <laughs> we didn't order pizza. And he would say something, and it was like, land shark, and he would freaking come in, this shark head or something. I'd have to, I'm going to have to look at it. The shark was delivering pizza? Yeah, whatever. It was always like just appearing at people's door, and it was oh, a land shark, funny, you know, dude. attacking people, you know, unexpectedly. Who is it? Plumber. <laughs> plumber? I didn't ask for a plumber. Who is it? Telegram. <laughs> oh, telegram, just a moment. <laughs> That's so much better than the current shit they're doing on SNL. Every time Pete Davidson comes on and does some stupid fucking rap, I would much prefer a land shark type of situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Uh, Koenagi, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Koenagi, yeah. Koenagi. Sacrifices his arm in the name of science. That's tough. That's a real scientist. You yeah. have to be willing to make sacrifices, whether it be your arm or and your he, leg. He was so cash about it, too. Yeah, I had to cut off my arm, you know, to study this thing. And it's just like, are you going to be okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm completely fine. I'm just going to break out into some weird maniacal laughter if I, as I talk about this yeah. experiment. So obviously he wasn't all the way there, but <laughs> he did He did want to do it for science. And I understand that. Yes, great. And um, this... <laughs> The circus scene, I mean, this movie was all over the place. I honestly don't know what... There was a lot of moving parts, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was the mechanism that the fish were attached to, but then there's also the death stench, Mm -hmm. so that had some mechanism in it. And then, like, the, the stench was, like, the ghost of old Japanese people who were killed know. in the World War. I have no idea. It's just, there's like so many things that, and then of course it can reinfect people. It can fucking grab people. Yeah. Like the smell itself can produce arms to grab people. Yeah. This movie makes no fucking sense yeah. at all. No. And that's, I mean, if they would have just committed to the fact that I guess sharks, fish, whatever got legs, I could buy into that. But once the, the, the stinks started coming out of the Erica's mouth and ass as she spun like a top. Yeah. Like I was I was out at that point. Whatever this movie was trying to do was not right. not making sense to me. Cause who built the, you know, the the uh, the legs, the, the mechanical legs? Like there was some kind of all piston thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was apparently some, some creation it... by the Japanese government for like a weapon that they were going to use. Like, oh, that's right. And then the the American fighter planes like bombed the ship that it was on, so it all sunk. 
But this, I mean, I guess I'll just ask it now. I guess I probably missed that part because I was like half in, half out on well, this. There was a whole exposition dump once they got that, uh, they found that movie on that dude's like computer and how they just walked into his house and started walking around. Like that was, I mean, I guess it's the end of the world, but yeah, they explained it as it was some sort of uh, Japanese experiment that got sunk and then all the fish got it. I don't even know where the stink comes in at that point. Yeah. But- well, there's the virus. I mean, the part of the, there's some kind of a virus that was part of the fish or something. Or yeah, well, I, I just know. don't understand why the the legs have so many different variations. Because even when Aki falls into that pit and is being eaten by all those little fish, they all have their own little walkers. So why did all these these Japanese scientists, with whatever idea that they were doing, just create so many different variations of these little walker suits? Yeah, see, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, unanswerable questions here, and that, that bugs the shit out of me, because I would like to know a little bit more. If I'm going to buy into this movie, I need to know every fucking detail about these walkers, the, the shit stink coming out of them, the souls of the Japanese people. It, it needs to be addressed. Yeah. I mean, this this movie had everything, though. I mean, we had a three-way. Not just a, a, a traditional three-way in the sense that it's a dude and two ladies. It was the devil's threesome, where the dude was laying on his back, uh, Erica got on top, and then she was getting DP'd in her asshole <laughs> by the other guy. <laughs> That's, I, I guess I'll just jump right into my bullshit, but the Erica character had some real flaws for me. Uh, I didn't mind that she was slutty. I just didn't understand how you can go from almost being eaten by a walking shark, uh, shark, shark monster, and then pretty much pick up where you left off with fucking two dudes. Like, I, I don't even think there was an hour in between. Obviously, the news people came and they gave an interview, but right after that, you're like, "Yeah, I'll go take it up my ass right now." I already pooped. I scared. I was scared shitless, so I'm clean. And why did they um, pixelate her out in the in the reporter? Um, or in the TV newscast. Was anyone else? Uh, no. No. Well, the dudes were, I know. But that was something that I noticed. Because I, th I thought I made the same distinction that like these people are uh, blurred out, but not anyone else interviewed. If there was anyone else interviewed, I can't remember. But yeah, I was confused by that. I don't yeah. know why they wanted to keep their identity. Yeah. Maybe these two dudes are just like rampant bisexual swingers and they just didn't want their opportunity or their uh, and of course, identity to get out. And of course, what's his name? Uh, the Tadashi? videographer? Oh, Tadashi, no. yeah, the boyfriend. I mean, he he was related to the doctor, right? Yeah, the uncle. Yeah. It's just like, of course, the, you know, I mean, there's just too many coincidences here. Yeah. Uh, well, they took a lot of liberties, apparently, from what the actual Gaio manga was and how this ended up becoming uh, a summer house crossover where <laughs> yeah. there's fish involved. Yeah, because they said that they swapped out the characters, like, in uh -huh. terms of who was playing different parts because mm -hmm. um, I read a little about about the manga and I guess the two of them were just were they on a were they just got married they were engaged I believe it so I think they were always engaged I don't they were on a vacation though. or something like that yeah some graduation oh they were scuba diving was that what it was yeah okay because he was into scuba Oh, okay. I mean, that, I guess, makes more sense than whatever the fuck we got. But then somehow they, you know, made three women, and, you know, I think it's specifically to give some uh, fan service in there and, and get, you know, the first legitimate three-way that I've seen on anime. 
that is probably the first legitimate one because the closest one that I can think of was the Golgo Nazi had the like the all the ladies lined up and he got his fucking brains blown out. So I don't think that that might be true. I don't think I've ever seen a, a successful threesome <laughs> where she's also getting fucked in the ass by another guy like that. Uh, yeah, that was extreme. It was a, a cinematic feat of achievement, in my personal opinion. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we've reached quite a high, but Gaia went there. I uh, think that's why they just, you know, they put this one out there. They were like, you know, we, we got to squeeze this in here somehow. <laughs> just like I'm about to squeeze it in your ass. <laughs> no lube, I'm sure. Uh, I, I guess I wanted to bring up her other friend, too, where the Aki, as I kind of already mentioned before, was pretty down bad. I mean, the third wheel is always the squeakiest from what I understand. She, I guess the best way to put it is fat chicks need love, too. And I don't think it was fair for her to be sequestered to uh, getting, you know, kicked in the face by Erica and then... I guess she got her revenge, but her whole character arc uh, just made me depressed because she beat Erica to death with a, an ashtray and then she was disassociating from her body for like the next 30 minutes. But yeah, that, that's too bad. Uh, if you are a, a male listener and I know we have about 63% of those, be nice to uh, be nice to the third wheel. Maybe it, maybe even invite them to the threesome uh, at, the, at the very least. Yeah. What do they call them? FBF? An FBF. Fat best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Reach out to the fat best friend. I'm sure they would be surprisingly down to That's supposedly a trope. Yeah. Well, this was all fucking tropey. There was right? another movie like that. Um, Crap. My Big Fat Greek Wedding? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, that'll be uh, Notes and Errata some other week. Yeah. Let's talk about labels. The classics still exist. Jock, geek, rocker, mean girl. Sorry. But what I didn't know was I had a brand new label. Where are your girls at? It's actually not my job to give you intel on my best friends. It kind of is, though, as they're duff. Sorry, as they're what? Duff. D-U-F-F. Designated ugly fat friend. And then uh, I guess the only thing I had left was... The idea of being into justice, which was, uh, I think it was Shurikawa is how you say his name, but the videographer uh, had this whole monologue where he was uh, essentially just saying like how important justice was to him. And that tickled me in such a way, like talking to a girl, it's like, so what are you into? It's like, well, I have a really strong sense of justice and I like to watch things uh, that are justice related. I like to try to snuff out criminals on the internet, like... Who, who, who is getting so into that that they're, like, talking about it? Because that, that's why he wanted to be a, uh, a videographer, because he had this strong sense of justice. Yeah. Well, what was the reveal at the end? That he got sick? No, that he was part of something. That's why he, he, he was seeking her out. Oh, he had seen Tadashi in the background of something with the uncle, and I guess she was just, he was just trying to get a story out of her. You know, so they they painted the journalist as kind of a weasel, but he did sacrifice himself uh, at the very end. Right. But hey, we uh, we're at the takeaway now, Dad. Was there anything that you could possibly have learned from this movie? Was there any unintentional lessons that you maybe are gonna hold with you? Yeah, I think the ocean will seek its revenge. Mm -hmm. Very much so, and uh, especially sharks. Yeah, sharks are always ready to take revenge. Yeah. They, they feel just, like a vengeful. They cannot wait to get on land. No, the sharks are a vengeful fucking uh, group of animals. So I, I can see it happening. And I think it's sometimes just better to let some relationships die. I mean, her boyfriend. I mean, he was just you know tied to these this mechanical thing. He's got hoses up his ass. He's freaking yeah. like you know some freak 
you know, distorted. And she's like, no, I still, you know, have to, you know, like, what was she going to do? You know, yeah. have a, a, you know, continuing relationship with him. Yeah, he's just like spewing gas out of his ass and mouth. And she's making him <laughs> breakfast and shit like that. I wonder if the double penetration was like a metaphor. Because obviously the everybody who is uh, uh, on these pods is getting uh, ass to mouth, whatever these are, worms, yeah. tubes or whatever. So I wonder if the Erica thing was really just a, a continuation of a metaphor yeah. about getting fucked. Well, that's part of the anime trope too. There's always tentacles. There, at some point, there's always this blob monster that freaking, you know, you know. Well, they even brought the tentacles out. Yeah. They fucking had one of the things like wrapped around her titty. Like it was very much fan service, but yeah. for all the hentai people. Yeah. It was ridiculous, dude. This movie. This had it all. For some movie that wanted to change the male character. Or excuse Yeah. Change the, the main male character to his girlfriend and make her a strong character and then make all the women, everyone else in the movie, a complete yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know what this director was thinking. He he bit off a little more uh, than he could chew with Gaio. <laughs> but uh, my only takeaway is that if it smells like fish right before you're about to have a threesome, something bad is about to happen. So maybe <laughs> pull yourself away uh, or pull yourself out of whatever orifice you've decided to uh, take on in that situation and get at the fuck out of the room. But hey, we are at three lies and a truth. We're moving right along into the question section of this podcast. Uh I, I've been stepping up my lies uh, week by week, and I, I continue to try to be uh, not only uh, transparent about being more of a liar, but embracing it. So I hope this is a this is just the start. Yeah, I, I sort of scan these, and um, I'm already like undecided. <laughs> yeah, you did a little uh, a reconnaissance just to make sure you got something. Yeah. All right. So entry number one. Creator Junji Ito was inspired to write Gaio after witnessing a beached shark and questioned what it would be like if sharks could walk on land. Entry number two. Since the release of the Gaio manga, creator Junji Ito has since quit eating fish, stating that he uh, that the risks to the planet are too high to justify its consumption. Entry number three. Before his first publication, Junji Ito worked as a dental technician and would garner ideas for his stories by asking patients about their biggest fears. And then finally, director Hiro's interest in animation began after having an argument with his high school judo instructor, which resulted in him quitting and subsequently joining the art club. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I think the second one is a lie. Um, Japanese love their fish, man. He's not going to give it up. Is that a stereotype? You making some I'm racial comment? I'm just saying they, you know, sushi and everything. It's just, no, okay. I'm not. You know, Treading the line. Tread <laughs> I'm just saying they like fish. I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> well, you, uh, you are correct. That is a lie. We still got three left. So what else are you uh, feeling is a little fishy in terms of my lies here? Uh, I'm going to go with the high school uh, judo instructor. An is argument. That, is that your final answer? Yeah. We are done. Ah. That was the truth. So you got uh, one into this category before you fucked it up, but <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had you. I don't think you've actually done this correctly in a long time. No. Well, they're hard. It's been months. These all sound plausible. Yeah. The more vague that I can be, I think the better these are. But yeah, the I knew school... he was a dental assistant or mm -hmm. dental whatever he was. Technician or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the high school judo thing, I just saw that and I was just like, yep, that's it. That's the only thing I could find about this director. Because 
really more often than not, I can find almost nothing about these people. There's no interviews. There's no fucking information on these people. So the fact that I found that was a uh, was luck. Uh, I should have got it because I was going to go with the the sharks could walk on land type yeah. of thing. But hey, you know, it's only three points. Hopefully, uh, Patrick Vanellatain Erskine is uh, feeling himself today. I know he got a win last week. Yeah, in the very last question. Yeah. So we're uh, technically riding high, but. That might not be the case for everybody involved. So uh, why don't I send it over to my co-host? Hit him with those horns, Joe. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cuck. Uh, coming to you live from Hornet Stadium in Montgomery, Alabama. We're anticipating a great game between the Montgomery Mother Lovers and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanellitator Skine. <laughs> Still feeling out sober life, but I, I, uh, I just can't do this today. Back to you, Drew. Jesus Christ, wow. Joe, are you okay? Jeez. <laughs> it seems like Joe's having a bad day. I, uh, I'm gonna have to, you know, ask him a little bit more about that. So let's just hop into this first question. Hopefully, Joe can fucking. He's having a nervous himself. breakdown. Something is happening in the yeah. booth. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to it. So uh, cut first, to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> cut to commercial. Joe Cuck is crying. <laughs> All right, question number one. On Shirakawa's business card, we can see what type of email he uses. What is it? Is it A, Yoohoo, B, KOL, C, Goomail, or D, Cloutlook? Boy, I'm going to go with A. Yoohoo? Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, I guess, is everything... All right, are you feeling okay? Drew, these last few weeks I've gone off the deep end because my marriage is in turmoil. I feel like a shell of myself since my wife handed me the papers and she pretty much told me that she just wanted to keep fucking Antoine and she didn't want me in the room anymore. <laughs> I can't even muster the energy to snort coke without crying. <laughs> well, f- fuck, Joe. That, uh, that sucks. Um, what about the game? Oh, yeah. Um, first guy takes the snap. Uh, he's scanning the field. Now he takes a step up and he makes a throw. But the ball is ripped out. Uh, Enzo drinks horse cum for breakfast from Bolesky. God, this feels so wrong. I miss you, Sherry. <laughs> the mother lovers are in great position. Fuck. Okay, you're going to have to reel this in, Joe. Honestly, dude. We have a whole rest of this category here. So take a breath. All right, question number two, Dad. Uh, what airport does Cowrie's plane crash land? Is it A, Narita, B, Haneda, C, Hiroshima, or D, Kansai? It would be B. B? Haneda. Haneda. Alrighty, back to you, Joe. Drew, the Vipers are lined up in their should-have-signed-a-prenup package. And the offensive coordinator must be trying to fuck with me. Erskine hikes it from the gun. He pumps a linebacker out of his shoes. Now we'll take a shot, and it's a perfect pass! Jackson, help! Help me! They're touching my dickhole Venner line! With the reception... And that's going to be a first down, Vipers. Wow. J- Jackson, help. Help me. They're touching my dick hole. Was able to secure the first down, but we are technically down 10-0 right now because they did uh, score off that turnover. So hopefully in this third question, we got a, a little something something. So question number three. At what time does Tatashi call Kauri once she's in Tokyo? Is it A, 1235? And this is all in military time. I didn't convert it. I'm sorry. Uh, B, uh, 1510? C, 1445, or D, 1621? 
No idea. I'm going to go with A. All right, back to you, Joe. Drew, as we head into halftime, I'm going to need a lot of moral support for my broadcast team. As will Erskine from his sponsor after another three and out, and another boot from Beef Whistle. So uh, we're heading into halftime not feeling great uh, for a number of reasons. But uh, Joe Cuck still has a fucking job to do, so he's he's running down to, uh, I guess, the locker room to give you a quick interview. Patrick, how do you amend a broken heart? You're asking me? <laughs> I haven't had a stripper in months. <laughs> it's been fucking three weeks, dude. <laughs> Patrick, I know that you're, you're one with the ladies. I just, I need to know how to get past this. I feel less of a man. Joe, it might be time for an intervention. I don't know. Your cocaine use might be catching up with you. Hmm. I just can't get my dick hard and the coke makes me forget. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> no wonder your wife cucks you, Joe. You fucking loser. Why don't you come with me? Even though I'm, you know, strippers anonymous or... <laughs> I guess we might have to, like, break your streak just to get Joe back up on his uh, his game after this. Whatever, how, you know, however this game ends, we need to uh, hit the town. So second half, question number four. When Kauri and Shirakawa enter the professor's home, there's a painting featuring a mouth biting an apple. What color is the apple? Is it A, yellow, B, red, C, green, or D, purple? Uh, uh, well, let's just go with the logical one, B, red. Alrighty, back to you, Joe. Drew, I'm going to call her. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Tell her just because my dick is small doesn't mean she can treat me this way. <laughs> if you're going to do it, Joe, at least, you know, turn off the mic. Sherry? Hey. Hey. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're... It's me, Joe. What? What do you mean you don't have my number anymore? Oh, Jesus. I'm more than my dick size, Sherry. All right, Joe. Uh, I guess I'll just take this one off your hands. Vanilla Tain hikes it. Three-step drop and he pumps. He's got a man on the hook and ladder and Erskine's going for it all. But the Erskine overthrows him and the ball's picked off. Uh. Yasher left a turn on my ex's bedspread Sabini with a huge tone over and the mother lovers are coming back on the field. Wow, we're absolutely playing like shit. You know uh. you're about to relapse and you're fucking trying to get off the field. I'm feeling a big goose egg. Today. Yeah, <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is a poor performance by uh, by Vanilla Tain Erskine, and this is just a bad mood all around. All right, well, question five. Maybe we can at least uh, redeem ourselves uh, to ourselves. <laughs> at least we can maybe walk away feeling good about who we are instead of our dick sizes. Joe. <laughs> question number five. When Aki is walking through Okinawa, she states that her apartment is at Sun Heights, room number what? Is it A, uh, 2024, B, 1062, C, Thirty uh, three thousand and one, or D ten fifteen. I'm gonna go with A. A. Yeah. All right, back to you, Joe. Drew, how did I let this happen to me? How did I let my get life get to this point? It's because you like watching your wife get fucked by other dudes, Joe. Everyone has their kinks. You just have to accept it. But why does my kink have to make me hate myself? <laughs> what happened in the game, Joe? Come on. <laughs> Beef Whistle punted the ball away after Erskine sailed the pass into the stands. Thanks, man. Just fucking keep it together. We only have one question left. Okay. Damn, dude. I fucking hate when Joe Cut gets emotional. He's kind of a little bitch. But yeah, just... 
Never seen him like this. Well, like I said, is uh, well, not like I said. Like he said, his dick isn't working anymore, and his wife is uh, has chosen the his side lover over anybody else. Uh, so that's too bad for him. But hey, we got a we got a last question to fucking close out this game. What type of phone does Shirakawa have? Is it A a Bloodberry, B a Blueberry, C a Budberry, or D a Crackberry? What was that? Buttberry? No. <laughs> butt. <laughs> the butt play berry, yeah. Great features. Um, I'm gonna go with B. Blueberry. Yeah. Alrighty, back to you, Joe. Drew. Much like my marriage, the Vipers are gonna tail off at the end without a change in score. And Patrick Erskine's heading back into the locker room to find some answers in the good book. The final score is seventeen to zero. Damn. Wow. That was. Uh, I think this might be the first time I've. Oh no, I got one right. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. you got a first down. Otherwise, this uh, the mother lovers are are tough. Dude. I'm. I'm. Well, I didn't watch this. I could have. I mean, considering it was only seventy minutes, I should have at least watched it twice. Yeah, but you, you know, this one was tough. I mean, I just. I was. I you was zoned grateful. out when people started shooting shit out of their mouth and. Yeah, ass. yeah. I was grateful that it was like seventy minutes. So. Yeah. Once uh, Erica got her ass plugged up, you were out. <laughs> but hey, dude, Joe Cug is going to need some uh, a lot of emotional support. So hopefully you'll be there for him as you uh, take this into the locker room and maybe try to cool off yourself. Uh, but as we, uh, as I guess we try to cool down, maybe uh, recompose ourselves, we're going to do a little would you rather. You ready? Sure. All right. Would you rather replace all bears with great white sharks or have fish fall from the sky when it rains. And with the second one, I'm going to say it's any type of fish. If it lives in the ocean, if it rains, it could fall down. Some days it might just be fucking shrimp. Some days it might be mackerel. You might even get a whale to come down, depending on where you are. But the, It'll uh, probably cure world hunger. But You think? Or would they just go bad too fast? Well, some of them you'd be able to, you know... I'm sure somebody would figure out a way to start, you know, freezing them and stuff. But mm-hmm. that's an interesting I don't want way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I am just scared of the idea of like a full on like whale, anything like really big, a giant squid coming down in your car as you drive home. Yeah, I mean, like that. I'm not for that. I mean, I guess I would replace all bears with great white sharks because I don't see how great whites would manage to be able to, you know, get around. I'll say they have the the walkers. Dude. Uh, they have they all have bare legs. I'll give them bare legs. Bare legs. Yeah, bare legs. Shark body still has a tail. Still has a fin. And they have there's still a bloodthirsty. Well, you know, tendency. one man eating, you know, mammal is, you know, hey, I don't, it's not. I don't think it's the same. You're making it seem like bears are just like also the same equivalent as a gray white shark. These things will be hunting people. So don't bears. Bears don't Grizzly. fucking hunt. People. Grizzlies do. Okay. But I'm talking about all bears. The the trash-eating variety are now fucking great white sharks, and they're going to be ready to go. Well, just think of what how great Shark Week would be. <laughs> just in the street, just like gunning sharks down. Yeah, yeah, That would be a lot better. We should have more programming where we like, we're fighting these animals. <laughs> I guess we do kill plenty of sharks in the fishing industry, but like, I, I feel like the, the Jaws thing obviously was the peak and we've only gone down we need something to bring the the shark uh fear back into the people because jaws fucked you up as a kid didn't it oh yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. 
I feel like that's a lot of people. I me think, and everybody else. I mean, from my generation, but I think Junji Ito in a uh, thing that I saw was actually like a terrified after Jaws. Specifically, he said that that was something I almost put in the thing, but he was actually really scared of that movie. Yeah, I think it influenced the uh, the uh, the movie. That's why he had the sharks in there, wasn't it? Probably, yeah, that would make sense. I think I read something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We Our research overlaps in such a way where you will pick up wherever I kind of leave off, so that's probably definitely the case. It is funny that there was a time where, like, media actually affected people like that. Like, people would watch a movie and they would be afraid to go do uh, anything in the water. They'd be fucking afraid to do, you know, whatever the movie is about. I don't think I could have that modern-day effect... Uh, there's nothing that I watched in my life that has affected me that way, but back in the what? The it's 80s? just that feeling. I mean, I I remember as a kid just even being in a lake, the feeling of your like you know legs dangling below the water, and you know you were in water that was over your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you didn't think a, a shark was going to come, but that feeling that something underneath was going to grab you. Yeah, that was really part of it too. It wasn't so much just sharks; it was just anything in the water coming up and grabbing you. Hmm. you I, I guess the only reason I was ever scared of water is because I've almost drowned like three different times. So I, I was never scared of the creatures who live there. I was more just afraid of myself being unable to swim. You've had three instances? I thought you just had one. Uh, No, oh, I believe it's three. Oh, w- that's right. The one when we went to Disney uh, to uh, Castaway Cay. That I do count that and as you, one of my instances. Yeah, and you, you've always had this thing, and I had to, like, Drew, it was a sandbar, and it was, like, two feet of water now. It, Somebody It was probably me. a little bit. It was probably a little bit. Well, because you were probably terrified. You were on a float or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, that, that case, I don't think, I think it might have only been two now that I'm saying it out loud, but <laughs> I know one of them was for sure, because I was in a wave pool at, like, Canopy Lake Park or something like that, and my dumbass kept trying to swim deeper into the wave pool, because I thought that there was a ladder on the other end. Uh, to get out instead of just going back the other way. <laughs> so I d- swam deeper into the fucking wave pool and I almost killed myself. <laughs> and then I was just too high in a, a river with a current and then my, my superstar uh, uh, ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah. <laughs> saved my ass. So those were two instances that I definitely maybe have uh, conflated in my mind to be more though. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's tough. So what would you do? Are you going to pick the, the falling fish or the sharks? Because I think I would have to pick the falling fish. Almost in a watchman, you know, squids falling from the the sky type of situation. Like I can't imagine great white sharks. That that just seems way more dangerous. No, I just, I don't want fish coming from the sky. Yeah. That's going to get ugly. I, I mean, we're talking about what, I mean, torrential amount of fish. I mean, can, you can only imagine. Yeah. It, it would be. Well, the cleanup would be tough. Yeah. You'd be fun. I mean, yeah, you would only get to eat so many of those fish and all of them would start rotting. Fuck dude. I guess maybe I do have to start taking on the great white sharks. I would have to become a gun guy. That would have to be my evolution. Yeah, we'd figure out some way to, you know, put them down. Hopefully. Yeah, we create some sort of uh, big wall. We, we buy into the Trumpian idea of building a wall. I don't think the sharks can get up at that point. Unless the do bear we just likes like, do you, well, we have to play dead, you know? Well, the great white <laughs> sharks is like, no, man. You're dead? That makes it easier. <laughs> Stay very still. <laughs> they can't see you if you don't move. They're sharks with bear legs. All right. Shark repellent. Yeah. <laughs> An anti sea shark or she, uh, sea bear circle. Yeah. Like have to go out in the woods in cages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What a nightmare that would be. Sharks, I'm so glad they're in the ocean, dude. Those things are evil. All right. Would you rather, number two, 
Would you rather have a gaseous arm come out of your ass every time you fart or you breathe fire every time you burp? Whoa. Yeah. So I'm going to say with the first one, it stays out for a full minute. In the same way that a fart can linger, this hand uh, made out of your own uh, butt stink will, will be around for a minute as it dissipates. And I will say that it might try to hit whoever's nearest to you. So it's just like a ghost hand that comes out, and it's just like, what does it do? I mean, it could slap the fucking drink off the table. It could <laughs> grab like a girl's. I mean, if you're like at a restaurant, and you like try to like squeeze one off like a fart, and the hand reaches out and grabs some girl's titty. Like that's that's the type of thing that it could do. You it's a mischievous absolute, hand. Yes, you have no control over it. You can't train it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your diet gets better and you, you, you let it out really control. slow, man. It's like not as vicious. But if you just like, you know, rip one, it's just like comes out mean. Well, I think the silent but deadly ones would be like they would be especially rude. Like if you try to be super quiet about it, they're coming out like fist first. Yeah. and they're Fucking swinging around trying to hit somebody. Wow. Or, you know, you could just uh, become a quasi dragon every time you have a burp. And this is a real problem for me because I burp constantly and i'm gonna say it's a good burst of fire it's not just like a little oh, Jesus, oh so you're like a flamethrower kind of yeah i'm gonna say it's like a it's almost like uh yeah exactly like a flamethrower you'll probably have what do you think is fair like 10 seconds of fire five seconds of fire i'm gonna say it's a five second flame every time you burp it's five seconds of fire coming out of your mouth yeah this is tough yeah I, I don't see an upside to either one of them. Well, you would have to have the N-acids uh, pretty much on deck constantly. Like, you... you For either of these, I believe. I don't think with the the gaseous, like, arm coming out, like, when you... Pretty much with the plane question we did in the uh, Wind Named Amnesia episode, like, you'll be sleeping at some point and maybe your arm will come out of your ass and, like, I guess, hit your wife or something. You punches her in the back of the head. It's like, come on, honey. Honey, don't make me fart. Yeah. <laughs> you brought that on yourself. It's what was it? Was it Archie Bunker that said to the moon, Alice? Or who was the person? No, who... that was uh Jackie Gleason. Yeah, Jackie Gleason. He just farts in his wife's face and a fucking fist comes out, punches her <laughs> right in the mouth. So what are you what are you leaning towards? Um I guess damn, I I don't know. I almost would have to choose the fire because that. Yeah, because you can control well, at least you're, you know. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't burn your house down, but. <laughs> That's always the, the unconscious. Everything would burps. have to be flame retardant and everything. Yeah. You're, you're my, you know, my fucking mother goes to bed in like a, a full on like flame suit, like a firefighting outfit. It's like, all right, good night, honey. Everybody's behind like a, a you know a fire barrier when they're <laughs> eating dinner or something. <laughs> You're in some sort of glass box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You have to be put in. Yeah. I think I would have to do that because the gaseous arm coming out and causing uh, mischief. I mean, there's no upside, I suppose, to having an arm come out of my ass either. Because I don't know how that's going to feel coming out. Whether the, the arm solidifies in my ass <laughs> as it's being pushed out or if it becomes like a solid thing afterwards. Like yeah. a tail. But I think I would have to do the fire. Same. Yeah. Sorry, gaseous arm. All right, final one. Would you rather make it so that everyone's gases become visible and can accumulate in the air? Or you never die, but you do start to decompose at 70. So with the first one, pretty much 
kind of similar to the arm thing, but really it's just out there. Like if I burp, that gas bubble is in the air and it's just sort of sits there like a smog. If you fart, same sort of deal. And everything is giving off this gas, but it becomes visible to us now. Uh, or with the other one, like I said, you can live a normal life and you can continue to live, but you essentially become a zombie. Your, your, your arm could fall off, your nose could fall off, but you'll just slowly die while you're living. Yeah, everyone's gases. It sounds like um, global warming on yeah. steroids. Pretty much. <laughs> it's essentially what it already is now. We just can see it. So maybe that would actually help the initiative if everyone was able to uh, visualize just how much shit was in the atmosphere. But Never die, but start to decompose at 70. Mm. I bumped it up from the 65 because that seems to be a touchy number for you. So at some point, you're just like a skeleton. Ooh. I guess I didn't think about that. I didn't ever think about, well... Mm. Or do your bones decompose too? But you can. I mean, Would you, you want to be die. a skeleton? You Would never you... die. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that just because I didn't think about the skeleton part. I always think about like the walking dead, how these things will just like turn into mush and they're just in like a puddle of, uh, puddle of whatever skin, uh, muscle and shit like that. But I like the idea of you becoming a skeleton. Well, that's a problem I have with the zombie stuff is that a flame just flew out of your mouth when you burped. I know <laughs> I should have gave it a freaking should have had that hand mic. come out of my ass. Um, Damn. Well, life is a skeleton. Let's go there. I, I you, the way that you position that, I'm much more enticed to do it that way because that's pretty darn cool. Whether the the greater uh, society would accept you as a member of the people, still like you would obviously be discriminated against as the only fucking skeleton around. Right? Oh, so yeah, you're the only one. I'm I'm thinking like everybody in the world is going to be. No, we're all not just having, you know, big bone parties and shit like that. Like you would be. Uh, yeah, you actually outlier. would probably be quite a uh, popular, you know, mm -hmm. late night. <laughs> you get on Conan. Yeah. You just fucking roll your head in there. He picks you up like. Uh, everybody would want to, you know, have you on TV. You would probably. Throw be... out the first pitch, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, now that you just keep laying it out that the skeleton is like the best possible option, there really doesn't seem to be a downside. As long as people are into it, they Halloween, would come on, you would make a lot of money Halloween commercials. That's very, very true. And then, you know, you could still bone people. You would just have to physically <laughs> use your bones. You would take, you pop off like a, your tibula or something. Yeah, like but that. there is, there's no bone there. What are you talking about? In your dick. I'm, t I'm talking just like you take a, a bone out of somewhere else oh, and you just I stick you it in your bone. Oh, no, 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 no. What, Adam's rib? You just grab one of the freaking ribs or something? It does have a nice curve. I'm sure it would be able to hit that fucking G spot <laughs> if you take a rib out. So, yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I, I think I would do that. I think I would become the skeleton with you and we could just have a podcast. Uh, that would be so much better than the one we're doing now. If oh, we're just yeah, two fucking YouTube skeletons. channel. <laughs> Maybe we should just lean into that. We should just get the skeleton thing and go full Phoebe Bridgers and start wearing that shit around. I mean, because it would be cool too to document the de you know, as you were decomposing. Like, yeah, today my uh, my nose fell off. <laughs> yeah, and you're like seventy years old, and at some point you, I guess, would you still be like an old man? You would probably maybe, or, or you could. I don't even know how your voice would be produced at that point. You might not be able to talk. You would just be a walking skeleton who can't speak. Now that I'm thinking about it, you don't have a tongue. Oh, right. You don't even have a voice, you know, yeah. vocal cords. Maybe if you, uh, maybe that's like a plastic surgery thing. You can have like a flap put in your mouth to help you like. Oh, maybe some well, kind of lumps. like, uh, 
you know, computer generated thing, you know, you could <laughs> Stephen type Hawking. Out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it would just talk for you. Yeah. Oh, that's can... even getting even freakier. Because that is the wrinkle that would differentiate you from being a normal person and like a skeleton who can talk. Like you just physically don't have the fucking body parts to speak. So, yeah, you would have to adopt a uh, Stephen Hawking type of situation where you're maybe in a wheelchair. I don't know. It doesn't feel like you could probably even like outfit yourself with some kind of exoskeleton, too. Like, you know, I mean, that would make you more. A makeup artist could just like put fake skin on you and stuff like that. So you could definitely go back into the way of the living. You just would be. Yeah, you put clothes on and stuff. And the only thing is, you know, probably put on a mask or something. Yeah. Is it Skeletor and He-Man? Is that uh, the dude who's a. Yeah, Skeletor. Skeletor, yeah. That's that's it. it. You're yeah. the yeah. Cause he has regular arms. He has like regular human arms and like a, a a skeleton face. Is that his thing? I don't know. I can't remember. I feel like that would be the I case. Remember you Skeletor. peel your face yeah. back to scare somebody in Halloween. <laughs> so you're still always in the Halloween thing. Yeah. I think that's that's fair enough. I would be interested to see how that plays out for us. Uh so dad, we're we're here at a Ghibli all grown up. We're I guess hitting the town together, uh, Joe Cuck and uh, Patrick Erskine need to at least have a talk. Uh, Joe, if you're going to come out with us, you got to stop crying. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we going to a strip club? I don't know if I'm ready. I know I'm not ready. <laughs> Actually, I am ready. But <laughs> <laughs> After this fucking performance that you had this week, <laughs> yeah. we might just have to call it quits on yeah, you being I don't, sober. I don't see the purpose of freaking, you know, no strippers. I mean, it doesn't change my game. Uh, I guess that's true. Sometimes, honestly, you had a stretch where you were really great and you were probably not as bad as you were at your worst, but you were, you were fucking around pretty heavy. So yeah. hopefully that uh, maybe could continue. But, you know, we're not advocating for relapsing. What we are trying to do is uh, get into the future of these characters. Maybe find Joe a new girl. Uh, but was there any uh, bits, skits, or sequel ideas that you had? I got nothing. You got nothing? Well, I had, uh, I guess I had the idea of us reenacting almost, I don't know if reacting is the right word, but I wanted to use the Summer House IP and then combine that with uh, with Gaio because... How it's positioned that they're even going to this cabin in the movie was that uh, Tadashi has this summer house and she's bringing all the girls there to hang out. And the fact that actually now that I'm saying that Erica brought over two dudes to fucking someone else's house, that's a very uh, Hannah Burner type of uh, action there. But, you know, maybe we'll get that uh, into the bit. So uh, you want to try that one out? Summer house meets Gaio? Yeah, I guess so. Let's do it. Carl, what's up, man? Hey, bud, what's happening? It's, uh, All right, summertime. I know. I can't wait to really expand Loverboy. Uh, Amanda's bringing all the, the bottles in now. I mean, it's just so good to be back in the house after a crazy season last year. Really? Yeah. So what have you been up to, Kyle? I mean, are you back in the dating game? Uh, No. You know, I'm still trying to make it work. Yeah. Still sober? Well, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I, I mean, met this really nice guy who actually, he was trying to get sober too, and he uh, he actually plays football. He's a really nice guy. He might even drop by. Oh, yeah. I think I heard of him. What's his name? Uh, Erskine? Yeah, Vanilla Taint. Yeah, you know, that Vanilla called, Taint guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice guy. I invited him to the house, you know, ever since, uh, what, Luke invited Sierra, I'm a little bit more open to having uh, people come along and join the house, but, you know, as long as they're not causing drama, uh, then fucking, let's say, like... You know, Luke shows up. Uh, hey, man, what's up, everybody? Uh, you guys ready for a crazy season? 
Let's do it. Uh, I'll got to be honest. I don't know how I feel uh, about how the, the reunion went. Uh, I feel like I said some pretty crazy things to Hannah, and I don't know if we can really make this work. This feels like I stepped out of line. That's all right, man. All's forgiven. It's just a new year, new summer. As long as you don't call me a jackass, everything's going to be okay. Well, I can't promise you that. Well, that's fine. So yeah. <laughs> all depends on how much booze I drink, you know I mean? Hey. Well, you know, uh, I, Kyle texted me about some football player coming here. I don't really know. Uh, but Mary, maybe he uh, could be somebody who's sober with you. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> then uh, fucking there's a knock on the door. Oh, that must be uh, one of the girls. Uh, Luke opens up the door. It's Hannah and a big giant shark. Jack <laughs> shark marks her. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be back. Uh, whoa, Hannah. Uh, I'm, I'm Luke in this instance. It's, it's good to see you. Um, you're going to introduce your, uh, your, your friend here? Where's Dez? Oh, well, me and Dez didn't really work out. He, uh, he brought up my dad, and I had a sort of meltdown. And I, uh, you know, I had to move on. My podcast wasn't doing great, and I, uh, I found a new co-host. Is this a land shack? And what's that smell? Well, wait a minute, Carls. Don't talk about my fucking, my podcast partner like that. His name is uh, Lando Sharknatious. <laughs> Don't call him a land what shark. What is he, a Sharknado extra or something? Sharknado, this is so typical of you, Carl. You fucking deadbeat piece of shit. Fuck you. Hannah walks in. Luke is like, well... This is just going to be uh, another summer, I guess. <laughs> so they're, uh, let's say they're hanging out by the pool. Everybody's there at this point. Hannah's uh, with all the girls. So I have to be honest. I hooked up with uh, Sharknatious. <laughs> it happened. We got a little drunk. And I got to say, really knows how to eat pussy. Not something you would expect from a, a big two shark like that. But Yeah, it's, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, well, Lindsay... I don't know if I uh, really need to be hearing that from you who can't seem to hold down a man. What are you, fucking 40 with fake tits? <laughs> hey, this is reality TV. I'm doing it for, you know, I don't know why I'm doing it, but I got him. <laughs> well, it seems like you're in it for the money, but, you know, I don't want to just start airing out our dirty laundry. Uh, we hear, like, the doorbell ring. It's like, oh, yo. Uh, uh, I guess I'm Kyle again. <laughs> Wait, it's our friend Patrick. He runs over there. He opens up. Erskine, my man. Welcome to the summer house. Hey, what's up? I just, uh, I just can't believe you're here. I mean, how are you taking time out of your season? It seems like you guys have been playing for like seven months straight. Yeah, well, you know, I've had a few setbacks and uh, had a really bad game recently. And uh, looks like I might have to sit one out. And uh, I figured to come over. Do a little partying. Did you uh did you bring a friend of your own? Is that is that Joe Cuck? Hey Kyle! Thanks for uh letting me come to the house. <laughs> I'm feeling a little low. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I'm nervous. I feel like an old man. Well, I think Joe needs a drink. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, let me go get you a lover boy. Amanda! Come on! Get your fat tits over here! <laughs> Wait a minute, let me go take a piss real quick. He just takes his dick out right in the house, pisses in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Patrick, this happens all the time. 
So we we go back out to the lawn. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to introduce my friend Patrick Erskine. And uh, he brought his buddy Joe Cuck. Can you believe it? Celebrity announcer. Everybody's just like, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm glad to be here. Joe fucking uh, shoulders uh, Patrick's like, holy shit, dude. Or that's not his voice. Holy shit, Patrick. Is that a land shark? <laughs> I believe it is. I think I just saw him grab that girl's ass. <laughs> wow. You think if I have there's a, ch- a land shark here, that means there might be strip joints near. I, I've never understood how that makes sense. It doesn't, but I'm hoping. <laughs> We go over to uh, to Hannah and the land shark. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Joe Cuck. It's very nice to to meet you. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, I'm I'm Hannah Burner, uh, and this is uh, my podcast partner. His uh, name is uh, Sharknace- Shark Lando Sharknacious. Excuse me, I, I I've been drinking a little bit. And this is uh yeah, <laughs> this is Patrick. What's up, Hannah? Hey, aren't you uh aren't you that guy that got arrested for? I guess beating off in a Caesar's palace. I think I talked about you on my podcast. I said you had some sort of mental disorder, but I'm not going to really, you know, I think that was just between uh, friends. I'd like to call you a friend, right? We might be able to be friends if you know what I mean. Oh, well, okay. Burn dog. Burn dog. <laughs> I like the way you think, Erskine. <laughs> uh, Lando, uh, would you join me and uh, Patrick inside to get a drink? I'll show you guys around the house. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so you guys go off. Uh, I guess it's just uh, Joe Cuck and uh, everybody else. So, uh, so Carl, what's the deal? I mean, uh, I, I'll be honest. I'm a, I'm a newly single man. I'm, I'm looking out into the world, and I understand that you've gotten head from a man before. Yeah, it's true. Was it good? Probably the best one I've ever had. Nice. <laughs> we just hear uh, <laughs> cut to Hannah Burner and Joe Cuck or Patrick Erskine and uh, Sh- Lando Sharknacious. It's like so, Patrick. Uh, are you uh, are you a single? Currently, yes. Are you? Uh, have you been single? Have you you know ever been in a relationship? I. Oh, I've been in plenty of relationships, usually of the twenty four hour variety. Oh. Are they uh, are they often expensive? Yeah, I've been known to throw a few dollars at them. <laughs> 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 Fucking Lando Sharknacious comes over and just like I don't know, grabs her tits. Like, whoa, Lando, this is really moving quickly. I guess. Uh, oh, well, Patrick, I don't know if you're into this type of thing, but I'm I'm a little frisky right now. Do you want to go into the bathroom and uh, have some sort of weird threesome as a <laughs> As a, a shark girl and a guy combo? Ah, uh, yeah. I've never been with a shark before. <laughs> Hannah Burner puts on a fucking strap on and fucks the shark. You get its asshole. <laughs> this isn't what I... Oh, you're Patrick. <laughs> I thought Joe Cuck was there for a second. Joe Cuck, I guess, comes in. He'll get the mouth. Gets his dick chopped off. Joe! Tag team! <laughs> <laughs> you give me a call... <laughs> Wait, what? You're in the bathroom fucking a shark? I'll be right there. <laughs> Once you go shark, you'll never go back. <laughs> I've been dying to try some shark pussy for months now. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean the the fucking thing went off, so I'm okay with cutting it off at uh. Uh, oh, I guess a threesome with the shark. You just Four gotta some. be care- careful with those sharks, man. They might use their teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you ever wanted a toothy blowjob, <laughs> get your dick sucked by a great white. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah, well, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Hannah Burner getting uh, her strap on and uh, really working on it on Lando Sharknaceous. <laughs> oh, Lando. <laughs> Uh, that was, that was an okay bit. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll, I guess, figure it out if it was Apologies to Summer House, but... (laughs) Oh, so much apologies to Summer House. We love you guys. Yeah. I know that, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into too many apologies. I don't think I've really ever... I'm going to put it out there. I think Hannah should definitely be brought back on the show, and I heard that she wouldn't be on the new show, but... Yeah. That's good TV. If she is, you know, ready to cause some drama, I'm fucking down for her, dude. I'm down for her to come on this pod. I'm down for her, I don't know, to share a shark pussy with me. Like I, that, That's the type of relationship I'm trying to have with my reality TV stars. But, Dad, we're going to try to put this one on the Rushmore. Uh, so the first one up, the fish aren't friends Rushmore. So do the shark walkers beat out uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, Jaws, Moby Dick, or the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean? And I kind of want to put it on here just because of the novelty of how fucking scary it is but they don't last all the fish like they blow up the the sharks after a certain point and just take the human hosts so i feel i mean moby dick lives i can't remember if jack sparrow kills the kraken they kill jaws and then I the think creature the kraken of, always dies somebody kills the kraken yeah it doesn't feel like the kraken can like be moby around. dick dies no he doesn't the whale no, he doesn't. He fucking kills Ahab. Oh, Ham? Yeah. Shows you what I know about classic l- literature. Well, there was, I mean, obviously the uh, the movie with Gregory Peck. I don't know if there's a difference in that, but, you know, anybody who wants to read Moby Dick, I actually recommend it. Moby Dick is a good book. I tried to read it once, and when I was in school, mm-hmm. never made it. There was a, a section in that book where they I, talk about- I bought about, the crib notes. Did you? <laughs> That's- <laughs> Honestly, dude, I cheated pretty much my whole fucking life. So I, I'm, I'm. I did that for Beowulf too. Really? Yeah, I got a B plus on it too. There was a part in uh, Moby Dick where they talk about, I think, cutting off the whale penis or like the foreskin and wearing it like a pope hat. I'm not kidding. Like that's an actual part in Moby Dick where like they talk about, I guess, circumcising a whale after they've killed it and like wearing it as a joke. No, no, I'm dead serious. This is a real part of this book. Fucking Herman Melville was on some real bullshit. I'm. I, this is one of the things I'm not lying about in this episode, and I'm about to lie a lot. So wow, yeah, I might have to read that book again. <laughs> That's the, the thing one that, I never read, but <clears throat> I have it. I'll give it to you. Uh, maybe you can experience <laughs> that for yourself. Yeah, highlight that section. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't show up in the crib notes. We're talking about fucking wearing. Yeah, the, I don't uh, remember that in the crib notes. Whale foreskins yeah. as a, a pope hat or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what the right name of those things are. What is that? Do you? Does that have a proper name? Uh, probably does. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's fine. Do you think uh, the Shark Walker has a chance to get on this list? The Fish Aren't Friends? Yeah. Which one are you willing to take off? I think I want to take off the Kraken. Really? Yeah. I, if I'm going to be... Either that or the creature. Oh, no, you can't take the creature. He's like one of the first... Yeah, he was one of the... Jaws is too, too iconic. Classic. Moby Dick's... Pretty, I mean, the Kraken... Pirates of Caribbean. 
Yeah, I guess there was another Kraken in uh, Clash of the Titans, which was a lot yeah. more scarier. So yeah. I guess the Kraken is going to have to take a fall for the, the Shark Walker. Because those things are crazy. Uh, I've never seen anything like it, and I probably never will again, because I refuse to watch this movie more than once. All right. Uh, one other Rushmore here. The Mad Scientist Rushmore. So does Tadashi's one-armed, uh, I guess he ends up flying at the end, but uncle beat out uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future, uh, Gene Wilder's uh, Dr. Frankenstein, uh, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2, or uh, Dr. Actually, I had a, a toss-up, and I wanted you to decide who else was going to be on this one. So either Dr. Moreau, uh, who you know created all the hybrid people in um, Dr. Moreau's Island, whatever the fuck it was. It was Marlon Brando. Or Dr. Evil. What do you think would be the the better person to put on there? Because I had a real trouble enough that I wanted to ask you. Dr. Evil or... Dr. Moreau. I would put Dr. Moreau. You think so? Yeah. What? Uh, his uh, dick-shaped spaceship or satellite is enough for you to put nah. Dr. Evil on there? No. Moreau was really a mad scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very, very true. I mean, the stuff that he created on that island were, was much more malicious than Dr. Evil. I guess starting Starbucks, if I remember. Uh, well, that was maybe number two who did that for him. But Mini-Me is, is pretty nice. Starbucks. Yeah, wasn't that one of the things, like, number two, like, invests all of Dr. Evil's money while he's uh, he's frozen, and they ended up, like, investing in Starbucks, and they're, like, billionaires? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember to tell you the truth. I think uh, Austin Powers is ingrained in my mind. Once I realized that I was going to be a hairy-chested man, I had to internalize a lot of Austin's <laughs> lessons. He, he exudes big dick energy, and obviously it seems like he has a penis pump all the big time. So dick energy. Have you ever heard of that before? What? Big dick energy? No. No? Really? You've never heard of that before? Mm, yeah. It's uh, something that people... Uh, I guess if you exude a lot of confidence and you seem like somebody who would have a big dick, you give off big dick energy. Or if you're like really, I don't know, neurotic or rude are you trying to, women. to say like big dicks are like these universal antennas that freaking bring in, you know, <laughs> yeah, they attract <laughs> pussy to the them. larger your dick, the more freaking you know power you can attract in the universe. I've always thought that was the case. I thought the dick was almost just like the epicenter of the rest of the world. I saw. I said in one of these episodes that you're, you know, the genius of every uh, man is in their dick and balls. So I think that that is have that does have some weight. You know, big dicks generating more energy. But does uh, Tadashi's uncle have any fucking chance? No, no? <laughs> not a chance. No, he wasn't really. He didn't create anything. He just sort of was experimenting on the stuff. Well, actually, was he involved in it? I don't. He no. uh, apparently in the manga he was more involved. I suppose was something that I heard or read. But this movie didn't give us enough context. He made his own bootleg fucking thing, so it's not yeah. even like he. Had the real ones. Yeah. Did it seem like because he made that, you know, his own, you know, um, legs. Walker. Yeah. Yeah. That the other legs like attacked him. You know what I mean? Like they knew like he was like a fake or something. That must have been the case. I don't think there was any explanation as to why they all glommed on to Tadashi like that. Yeah. But I think that was, yeah, that must have been the reasoning there. So uh, I guess put him on the Rushmore. We only got one. Fish aren't friends, so we, we at least were able to squeeze one onto the Rushmore for uh, for Gaio Tokyo Fish Attack. But I don't know about you, Dad. I am uh, done talking about this weird, weird movie, and uh, we're going to try to make it our own. So we're going to play a live-action Netflix recast. So right away, Bay, does this movie have a, have a chance to be directed by Michael? 
Yeah, why not? I I didn't have a, a director choice myself because I liked yours so much, but I did think this could be a Michael Bay video, uh, vehicle. Yeah. It seems ludicrous enough with poor characters and, uh, you know, slut-shaming and all these, these bad things with women, so definitely up Michael Bay's alley. Yeah, that, this is tailor-made for him. I, I think I forgot to bring this up earlier, uh, but I just wanted to say it now. When Erica is, like, after she got her fucking head beaten in, do you remember how, like, she starts crying and the images of her uh, naked, like, flash before her eyes? Yeah. That, that, feel, that was so offensive to me for some reason. It's like, it's not like your family or any good times that you have that you think about when you're about to die. It's all the times that you were a whore and all the times that you got caught on camera, like, getting pounded and shit like that. Like, that, that just shows me that this director does not like women at all. Yeah, this, this is... This is a bad movie. Yeah, They're perfect for uh, for Michael. But who was your uh, director choice? Because uh, I I was down for this too. I had uh, Anthony C. Ferrante, mm-hmm. who's the director of the Sharknados. That's... Only seemed too uh, easy to pick him as a. It feels right. I, I see that the Sci Fi Network would probably definitely want to pick this up. What is the Sci Fi Network even good for anymore? If it's not just showing Sharknado reruns. I mean, if you have. Literally six Sharknado. You know that Shark Sharknado is like one of the most profitable series. Really? It's made like billions of dollars. Those movies, billions. Yes, with a B. Yes. Holy shit, dude! I almost something don't like four point two billion, and it beat out something else. Like it, I want to say some Disney thing. Wow. And I'm like, really? I mean, it only explains why they made six, but they haven't announced seven. I didn't but... actually even know they made six Sharknados. Yeah, they made six, six of, of them. them. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! I have you seen the first shark? Never. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen any of these movies, but I know it just to be ingrained. I know at one you know trailer that I watch, they like cut a shark in half uh, with a, a chainsaw or something as it was flying towards them. Like, yeah, I feel like that maybe is uh, something that we can pivot to. Uh, if we don't want to do this anime thing anymore, we just watched the six Sharknado movies. And yeah, we should just do a, a Sharknado freaking special yeah. episode. <laughs> Once we start a Patreon. Sharknado week. Yeah, we'll start a Patreon and we just fucking review Sharknado movies. Uh, who did you have as your cowrie? I had Claudia Kim. Okay. I, I, I'm always down for Claudia Kim. I mean, this one, I specifically tried to put in an Asian cast. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Tokyo. Tokyo. I mean, it seems sort of stupid to be putting any, you know, any whites, white Caucasians. Yeah. Yeah. Any cucky Caucasians. Yeah. I wasn't down for Joe it. Joe Cucks. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Cuck <laughs> got his, uh, his, his day in the sun when he, uh, slipped it into that shark, but he's definitely not getting <laughs> to the cast here. Uh, I picked Brenda Song and Brenda Song, I guess, recently had a kid with Macaulay Culkin. Did you know that? No. Yeah, she he she is like partnered with Macaulay Culkin, just had his kid, and she's been doing a lot of press lately because she's doing something. But she just I you know making the rounds to talk about her fucking pregnancy and shit like that. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she went on um, Marin's podcast, and she was talking about her time on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Do you know like the the Sprouse uh, twins? No. Big Daddy. I... That was the kid in Big Daddy. No. What? Oh, Big Daddy. Yeah, with Adam oh, Sandler. Oh, yeah, 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 Those yeah, kids. Yeah. They yeah. had a whole like TV show where it was called The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, where these you know twins live in a, a hotel. With no, them. I remember the show. I never watched. You kids watched it. Yeah. Well, apparently, she was just fucking dropping dimes, dude. Apparently, during the, the Sweet Life movie, 
both the Sprouse twins had sex with the mom, the Kim Rhodes character. Because apparently it was Dylan Sprouse that hooked up with her first. Then she fucked the brother because she didn't know the difference between the twins. And then they both fucked her together. Twin cess. This is bullshit. (laughs) One got either end and they just like linked up on the side and they said, twins! And then they nutted. (laughs) You almost had me going for a second. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's really what I'm here for is to uh, confuse the listeners. The problem is, is that in today's world... some of these things seem plausible, you know. Nothing is outside of yeah possible. So when you start talking about these, I have to sort of listen, and then you sort of show your hand at some point when it starts getting a little too. I crazy. mean, obviously, I showed my fucking hand when I said both the Sprouse twins yeah. fuck their on-screen mother <laughs> from both ends of the goddamn spectrum, <laughs> mouth and ass. Yeah, that that does seem a little far-fetched for me, me yeah. even me. Uh, who is your Erica? I had uh, Lana Condor. Great. I don't believe uh, Lana Condor deserves the treatment that Erica gets. I would <laughs> I would feel bad casting any woman as this character. I don't think that's going to make it into the movie. It, it can't, dude. It cannot. Yeah. She cannot be getting fucked in the ass while some dude is like laying under both of them grabbing yeah. her titties. Like no. that is so disrespectful yeah. that this happened after they nearly died. Yeah. I, I'm just so upset about it. But I, I mean, it's, yeah, that you know, I, I sort of just, I saw that scene, but, you know, it's sort of like, I guess I'm not surprised by anything in anime, but now when I think back on it, it's just like, that is like, usually they try to somehow, you know, downplay it a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? Or it's just, you know, it's hinted at, or, you know, they show a, a breast or something, but that scene... Well, I that was straight up crazy. Well, she had like said that they were from their hometown. So I don't know if she knew them from like when they were younger or something like that. But as soon as they're in the room together, that one guy pops his hand on her titty. Yeah. And, and then it, the other guy is like tongue down her throat. I the mean, shark attack. it wasn't even like, hey, let's just go. I mean, it was like it was on. I mean, yeah. within like five, you know, 10 seconds. She's like, so what are we going to do? OK. And then, it, you yeah. know, but then, of course, there's the, the stink that comes down and. They thought she was having a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they show that tongue. They're both like getting ready to do this tongue action. And yeah. all of a sudden, oh, what the hell? Can you imagine if you talk yourself? Get off that tic-tac. Your fucking like guy friend like convinces you. like, please, dude, I really want to fuck this girl, but she wants to do it with you too. Like, come on, let's do this together. And you finally like convinced yourself to do it. And then you just smell the nastiest pussy you've ever smelled. Like, nah, dog, this is not happening. So like, come on, man. I'll let you get the front. Oh, man. You won't have to lay on the bed. I'll even go behind the shark. <laughs> uh, I had uh, Constance Wu, who uh, I guess is probably most known for Hustlers at this point. She was also in Solo. But there were some crazy stories from the the Hustler cast in terms of, um, I mean, the fact that they had a star-studded thing. But they had, do you know who Cardi B is? Yeah. Her fucking uh, breast implant, like, she was supposed to be a bigger character in that movie, but it popped and they had to recut it completely. They had to reshoot all her shots because after she got a fix, her tits were bigger. So it fucked the whole movie up. <laughs> uh, who did you have as your Aki? Aquafina. I-, I was okay with this. Aquafina, that's a pretty tough role for her to step into, but Aki, I felt bad. I felt bad. I'll, you know, I'll keep saying it. This character made me feel sad. I mean, she probably had the deepest, you know, acting to do in the whole film. 
she did go crazy at that one point. She got yeah. the evil face, started kicking yeah. uh, Erica in the face. I guess paid her back for the way that she got kicked before. But yeah, she, you know, she sort of got a revenge. What made me so uncomfortable about those scenes is like the sound of the foot hitting the fucking head over and over again. Like something about that made me uncomfortable. Like it really was visceral. Well, how about the ashtray? Just especially that yeah, smashed in her head. That... Didn't kill her though, apparently. I mean, considering the state she was, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would have taken the ashtray to her head too. Well, immediately she starts asking, it's like, Erica, uh, Cowrie, like, where are you? Like, she completely disassociates from the fact that she had just murdered this fucking person. Uh, but I, I feel bad having casted uh, Kelly Marie Tran here because she's already caught a lot of shit with her uh, association with Star Wars. And, you know, she has explicitly said that if she ever saw J.J. Abrams a person, it would be on site. She'd fucking fight him right away. So <laughs> obviously there's some bad blood between uh, Abrams and uh, uh, Tran. And I, I'm, I'm team Tran. So, you know, fuck really she wants to fight him, huh? She would fight him square up right in the middle of the Maybe street. Maybe she's going to be in the next, you know, Jake Paul, uh, you know, celebrity boxing match. It, I, no, I would not allow <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran to fight Jake Paul. Not he, him. I'm uh, talking about J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J.J. Abrams I would allow. I would that allow might be fucking, a fair fight. I don't know. I don't know. J.J. Abrams is probably like 5'6", like 155. Dude. I don't know what he is. I would almost feel like Kelly Marie Tran would put up a better fight than fucking, because at least she has like the Star Wars actor training. Like she was a character, but I, I wouldn't allow yeah, her to take Yeah, she gets a, to use a lightsaber. <laughs> I would allow it against Jake Paul. Fuck it, dude. If he's going to try to cold clock her, I might as well give her a weapon. Yeah. So that's fine by me. Uh, who did you have as your Tadashi? Mike Moe. Mike Moe was cool with me. I like Mike Moe. Uh, I had uh, either Lewis Tan or uh, Macaulay Culkin himself because I thought it would be cool to have, uh, I guess, Brenda Song having her man in the movie. I don't know how that plays out with her having like a Japanese uncle, but I, I thought it was cool. And Macaulay Culkin, uh, this came out. Even make, does he still make movies? I don't know. He came out recently and had some fucking his interview where does. he wanted to. Yeah, his brother definitely does. But he was talking about how he wanted to like get Trump out of like Home Alone Two, and I guess he like went and talked about Michael Jackson a little bit more. Like that's the only thing that he's been talking about that I've seen. He was saying that he had never seen Michael Jackson do anything, and he was always nice to him. He actually said he was a pretty chill guy. They would just always play Mario Kart, but he was a real asshole uh, playing Mario Kart. Michael Jackson was. He was a big toad guy. He would hold <laughs> onto the blue shell right into the end of the match, and then he would fucking hit Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Call him a little bitch. Sounds about right for Michael. <laughs> Michael. Freaking. Watch out, Macaulay. I'm about to throw Video a fucking game blue asshole. shell. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly making kids cry as they lose to freaking Mario Kart. Yeah. And then he it's his only them. real offense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only offense is beating him in Mario yeah. Kart. It's yeah. all lies. Free Michael, dude. Yeah. He didn't do a goddamn thing but get first on uh, the Rainbow Road. So leave him alone. <laughs> Who is your uh, Shirakawa? I had Harry Shum Harry Jr. I, I don't even remember what he's in. I mean, we've uh, we've used him before in a Here couple roles. And I'm down, I'm down for uh, Shum there. I had a, a different type of Asian because I, I think the Indian... Uh, diversity is pretty low on this show in the sense that, you know, I'm still trying to cast more uh, black actors, black actresses, uh, and especially, you know, this particular uh, Indian actor, Deb Patel. So I, I, I like Deb Patel quite a bit. I remember he was in, uh, you know, Slumdog Millionaire, 
um, Lion, uh, The Newsroom. No, I like him a lot, too. I've always sort of wanted to put him in different roles, but it never seems to fit. Mm-hmm. I'm more of just I'm I'm willing to just start putting people in here that I'm I'm liking to talk about because yeah. uh, doing my own research on Dev Patel he's somewhat of a stick man that I didn't actually know anything about. <laughs> uh, with uh, Frida Pinto in the Slumdog Millionaire, definitely betted her. Uh, Rooney Mara absolutely squeezed it in before uh, Joaquin. He got head from Sigourney Weaver on yeah. the Chappie set. <laughs> as far as your concern, I think every movie set is just one huge orgy. Yeah, orgy. I mean. <laughs> The cast is just going at it. I mean, on the set of David, uh, David Copperfield, he fucked Tilda Swinton in the butt. So <sighs> that's just the type of man that Deb Patel is. So whether liar. he's the one bringing that environment to liar. the movie set. No, <laughs> liar. Liar. <laughs> he didn't fuck Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been quite the hookup, wouldn't it? Uh, finally, who is your uh, Professor Koyanagi? I had Ken Watanabe. Beautiful. Nice shaved head in this uh, in this picture. Represent yeah, well, the bald they crowd. Would've, they would have put a wig on him. Mm. I think I hit this one on the head because yeah. know, he just kind of looks exactly like him. I had uh, Troy Mean Sick, who is obviously probably best known for Old Boy, but he did uh, he did um, Lucy with ScarJo, and there was a fucking story that he told in an interview where she like she was a big prankster. She was one of those like prankster uh, celebrities, kind of like a George Clooney type. But her biggest thing was, I guess, waiting at the end of like a hallway, like right around a corner. And then she would try to surprise people with her asshole. She would just have her pants down, ass cheeks spread and try to like spook people. ScarJo, you would never expect it. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, my God. Oscar nominated. No. No? Liar. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, that was actually a story that. Oh, now you're going to try to put truth in it? The, that is a, technically a true thing. It was uh, the lady who did Fleabag, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That was some like some story that she told on some interview where she was talking about how uh, some like improv troupe or something like that, like every day somebody would come into the building and they would surprise them in a different way. Or like the, the show, I think that's what it was. They would do something at the beginning of the show. And then she would, uh, on the final show, she showed her asshole to the crowd or something like that. That's like a real story. And I just repurposed that for ScarJo. But yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is uh, willing to show her butthole. Maybe not Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you believe that is your own fucking problem, because I'm telling the truth there for sure. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) How can I pivot that well? How can uh, I pivot that well to a different line? I don't know, man. I'm going to have to. I'm going to definitely look this shit up. Please. Well, not all, you know, this last thing. Yeah. I need everybody to uh, hold me accountable for these lies that I'm disseminating to the Internet. As we continue into a misinformation world, I want to be a part of it. I don't want to be left out uh, being lied to. I want to be the liar. You know, (laughs) what do you want to be? President? I wouldn't be down. I, I mean, I, that'd be a lot of fun, dude. I'd be, uh, I'd be a great president. I'm so good at lying to people that they don't even know it. Uh, but dad, it's definitely the laugh call. Laugh call. Last call for alcohol. I haven't touched my wine. I know you have. I'm about to actually just uh, give a little sip now. But was there any questions for the director that you had before we went away? No, I I had a similar question that I see that you have here, you know, about the stupid circus or whatever it was. Yeah. (laughs) And also just, I had already brought this up. I mean, I didn't, and I guess you answered it in terms of it was some kind of government thing Hmm. where these stupid, you know, 
Yeah, I definitely hit like, these questions earlier. It was they were too big of questions not to ask immediately yeah. uh, in the earlier episode. Um, and the thing about these the the machines, the legs, mm-hmm. is that it would like expel one of them and then automatically clamp onto something else. Like these machines, you know what I mean? There's just there's so many plot holes in this. Well, I could buy into because like, why the- do they need the machines to, you know, interact with? this virus or whatever this the death stench or i thought the idea was that they would give them uh these walkers to animals and try to poison uh the allies with the stench like they would have these these fish or whatever that they're fucking bioengineering and they would send it out into the people to try to hurt them like the allies or whatever but i think that was the case i just don't understand the mechanics of the where the the worm bodies come from or the, the tentacles in the actual walkers. Like, why is that? How is that even part of it? If they're all metal and why are they butt fucking the, the people who are in it and going through their mouths too? Like that just feels like bad. Yeah. That feels like a bad design, you know? And there's, you know, thousands of small ones. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. big ones that are able to take over the human, you know, uh, cause the shark ones were huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it, <laughs> I just I don't know why I'm even trying to attempt to make sense of this stuff. I'm almost speechless like trying to like form words around it. It's such an ludicrous plot, but I kind of love it now that we've Well, I had another ground. thing that just it's it's minor, but when they're fl- when they fly in on the airplane, mm-hmm. they're just off the coast of Japan, aren't they? They're yeah, Okinawa in Okinawa is like a small island off yeah, the thing of Japan. And they literally take off and then land in Haneda. That's not that far. I mean, it's literally probably maybe an hour or two. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, we got no fuel. It's like you left with only an hour's worth of fuel in a big freaking jail. <laughs> oh, we're on E right now. It's we like, can make it. Yeah, we can't land. You know, I mean, we have to land here because we don't have any fuel. And it's like, you just, you know, we're off the coast of Japan. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you came from California. Maybe they like to keep them light. Or like I said, maybe they just had it on E and they were being irresponsible. They didn't know the colonial pipeline uh, was hit. Uh, got all the fucking uh, that the gas out it. of Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that you could uh, think of for a maxim here? Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is something I remember as a, when I was growing up. Did oh. you ever hear this saying? If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. If it smells like a fish, it's a dish. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Who fucking told you that? That was something when we were in high if school. If it smells like cologne, you should not. Yeah, it's a, be yeah, that was the stupid. But if it smells thing. like dirty pussy, then you should eat it. <laughs> it. Smells like a fish, it's a dish. I don't know, man. That was just. I think it, you know it was sort of a things joke. were different back in the seventies, dog. Yeah, 80s. people were down for the big bush, big. Nasty, I'm telling you, fishy it, pussy. you know, I'm gonna have to look that up. See if that's actually that feels like the other there. way around. <laughs> it almost doesn't. Make well, no, sense. it never made sense to me. Yeah, you know, as a kid growing up, you didn't even know what the hell they were talking about. You know, you hear that you're freaking, you know older kids in the neighborhood saying these things and you were just like hmm, yeah. what the hell are they talking about every girl you meet it just you know her vagenitals smell like water it's like well sorry i uh i really don't think this is gonna happen yeah. it's yeah. like well why i'm 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 clean Muskie's everything. obviously a, a child of the 60s and 70s so I, you're gonna have to bring that up with musky yeah musky <laughs> <laughs> all right fellas i know you uh brought your own alcohol so there's not really anything for me to close out but i hear you guys are talking about fish pussy over here <laughs> Let me tell you, the best head I ever got was from a great white shark. (laughs) 
somehow was able to retract those teeth. Absolutely swallowed my dick and balls whole. It was the best day of my life. Oh, Musky, do you have a dick of balls anymore? Not a chance. I'm smooth as a Ken doll down there. Yeah, that's too bad for you, Musky. Uh, it doesn't seem like I don't think I'm going to get head from a shark. Maybe uh, somebody who is in a shark costume. Kind of, do you remember? I'm telling you that that's that doesn't even that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Shark, um, head, <laughs> shark head, no. Just, yeah, as long as you wear a condom with a shark, <laughs> that maybe is the only protection you're going to get. Otherwise, that thing is going to kill your ass. <laughs> Uh, no Sonorata, we've been, uh, I guess we're stumbling out here because this is the drunkest I've uh, ever been off one sip of wine, but was there uh, anything you wanted to correct or bring up before we go? No, I'm good. I had, uh, one thing to bring up and it was just that I had tweeted out, uh, the white pants theory on tw- our, our, our very unused Twitter account. You did not. I did. I did. I was trying to garner, um, <clears throat> any sort of response from anybody and the the two options were uh yes i'm trolling for dick or no i'm not trolling for dick and only two people voted and they both said no so the white pants theory is uh not only uh, in question but i'm you know horribly upset that not more than two people voted on it so yeah i always question that i didn't you didn't I don't buy into the white pants theory <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a weak theory, but I will say that there are flaws that I need to address, maybe, uh, yeah. as I continue to observe You definitely myself. need to address those. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe somebody needs to prove me right. <laughs> More <laughs> girls need to show uh, up in white pants and let me know. Uh, or at least respond to my fucking Twitter polls when I put it out there. Uh, but, Dad, this is going to be the Jackson What's Ain- our next Twitter poll? Would you let a shark suck your dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's a definite no, and I'm telling you yeah. I mean, right off. Would you butt fuck a shark with your friend if he asked you nicely? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> Sober, maybe. No. Not when I'm drunk, though. I have to yeah. be able to get an erection. All right, Dad. Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wand rating? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a Kendall Jackson fan, so... It's a, it's got a nice smoothness to it. It doesn't have like too much of a, an alcohol pitch or anything like that. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a five out of five. Wow. Yeah. Five out of five. What? Um, land sharks. Land sharks. Yeah. I will give it a four out of five. Uh, four to five shark pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, the summation of everything else that we've been talking about. So hey, I don't think that's even. Shark pussies. I don't think sharks. You don't think sharks have pussies? No, no. <laughs> Dolphins do. Oh well, you know. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we're going to a different place at that point. I don't think it has quite the same effect. <laughs> I feel like dolphins are a little too smart for me to want to have sex with. <laughs> I'm into the dumb fish, you know. Uh, but just like always, we have really no I fucking. Think there's clue quite a doing. few stories out there about guys fucking sh- dolphins. dolphins yeah. Well, that was like manatees and dolphins were like the original manatees. Well, that's the that's the the mermaid thing. The, you know, sailors would look out on their little telescopes and they would see a manatee and they're like, oh, wow. That doesn't look sexy at all. Maybe, uh, you know, fat, fat manatees. Obviously, when you're too. out on the, on, in the, on the sea for whatever, you yeah. know, six months. Yeah. When you haven't you fucking a manatee and like, nutted in a year. Check out the ass on that manatee. <laughs> <laughs> you're suffering from scurvy. You're just hallucinating. Oh, 
man. At that point, I'm sure a lot of uh, old time sailors like that, probably Captain Ahab, got some fucking manity pussy on the side after he was uh, abused by Moby Dick. Yeah, he probably had some weird. Well, fetish. he's wearing his freaking whale foreskin hat. <laughs> Yeah, he used that as a condom. <laughs> Just used the whale foreskin. But, Dad, we have no idea what we're doing. Obviously, if we're talking about fucking manatee pussy. But <laughs> if you guys uh, like what we're doing, leave us a five-star review and your uh, movie suggestion, hopefully. Or if you just want us to shout us out or shout you out, whatever you want to put on there, I'll fucking read. You could even say awful things about me. As long as you give me five stars, I'll read it and I'll thank you for it. I'm into that shit. Uh so yeah, until then, uh, after we figure out whether this uh, episode is even listenable, uh, we'll just have to see you guys next week. Yep, and bye bye Don't drink a drive. <laughs>